The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 353. Four beer where sports talking a whole lot more. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for uh, all the great articles and uh, other podcasts we got there. And actually, go over to uh, Belly Up and Friends over on Spotify. All, this, all, all the shows are right there. They're doing quite well there. A lot of downloads happening for all the, the Belly Up shows. And thank you for everybody who's uh, been listening to our show or watched the show over on YouTube. And thanks once again to Garrett from Two Dudes from Sports News uh, for being joining us last uh, Thursday night, I guess it was, to uh, for the uh, great show. We had a, a, lot, a lot of laughs, a lot of fun going on there. Dave! This Christmas time is here. I saw you were driving by your place uh, the other day. It was Sunday. Yesterday, I drove by. I saw you had the uh, the Christmas decorations up there on on the corner on the corner of uh, the 13th Avenue. There, it was uh, it was nice to see you're in the festive spirit. Oh, we got right festive on uh, on Sunday. The tree is up. It's uh, it's all decorated. The boy and I got our lights and garland up in the in the front. It is. It's looking. It's looking quite festive, and and it's it was nice to take care uh, take care of some shit with the the weather that we're we've been gifted here so far in December, and way we went way we went. I even treated myself to a nice old eggnog first one of the year. So so uh, I've never I've never been an eggnog guy. Like I remember like when I lived in BC years and years ago. I had an eggnog drink with some spiced rum and I got, I don't want to say violently ill, but I wasn't good. Like I was, uh, it, something didn't work. I've never, I've never been an eggnog guy. Oh, give me I, that I, egg. I, I'm going to try it this year. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's something I, uh, you know what? Never blame the booze. It must be something I ate. Had to have been. Probably because it's not the booze's fault. That's, that's a natural uh, cure all, <laughs> right? No, uh, eggnog with the crack and spiced rum and a little uh, shaved fresh uh, nutmeg on top is how I make mine. Oh, it's mother's milk. The, I, I put for some reason I, I had to go out in a boat for like I don't get uh, outside during the week very much, which is odd, but it's one of those things. And I got got kind of laughing this morning when I was getting dressed, and I I, I put my socks on for some reason before I put my pants on. And I normally don't do that, and I, I put a poll up on Twitter, and it's like it's like fifty two forty eight percent. Are you a pants prior to socks or socks prior to pants guy? I I, I voted. I'm I'm a socks guy. Like when I shower. My- my, our, our bathroom is right across from our bedroom. I bring into the, the shower with me my gaunch, my socks, and a t-shirt. Really? Yeah. And then so before I even leave the, sh- the, the bathroom, I got my, those three are on. And then I deal with everything else. Cause I always find like I I, I wanted to, to hold off on on, uh, on socks to the very bitter end. Like socks might be the last thing I put on. Like if I if yeah, like I might put my jacket on before I put my fucking socks on. I I, I I hate it. I hate I hate socks and shoes and everything else. But once it's just one of those things. Well, we got hardwood all throughout the house, and if you're walking around in bare feet, they can get a little cool. 
Um, and we don't keep the house at whatever 28 like you and the, the producer do over there. Oh, right she, uh, she don't mind being toasted here. There's no getting around that. She's, uh, <laughs> she's fucking the darkest depths of Bermuda and everything else here at the 1420 World Headquarters. One of those things. Uh, Dave, the uh, great weekend in sports. Lots was going on. Uh, there was definitely some controversy uh, that got released yesterday. We, we usually start the uh, Monday show off with the NFL, but I, I, uh, this one's kind of like the uh, college football is more near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I just, cause I'm a, I just like it more. It's one of those things. So I thought we start with that different, a little differently tonight. Cause it was huge controversy, controversy yesterday throughout the, uh, the Twitter land and college football and everywhere else. But the, uh, they, they, they released their final four. The committee said that uh, Washington, M- Michigan, uh, oh, Alabama and Texas are getting in and uh, Georgia and, um, and Florida state were out. When you saw that, what were your initial thoughts? Like, I, I, I know you follow it to an extent, but what were your initial thoughts? You saw this because we've been following the, the two of us have been following it a lot more uh, in depth in the last few weeks. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that uh, that final four come across at uh, noon Mountain Center time yesterday? I was shocked that they kept Florida State out. That's the one thing that that blew, that that shocked me. Um, and it also got me to thinking, right? If Oregon would have won that game for the Pac-12, then both Washington. Washington and Oregon would be out and they would have put Georgia in or Florida state like something. Yeah. No, they would have put Georgia in. I think so too. Like, you know, I, and I was, I was not giddy. I was really hopeful. I like, Oh oh, fuck. Really? We might have a a top four without an sec school. And I was just, I couldn't wait for the heat that was going to be coming from those, those Southern boys bitching and moaning about, best toughest football in the land and and not having a team in the top four um that's that's the headlines i was hoping for and uh i was i was surprised that they gave the nod to texas and bama and not i I thought florida state would have replaced either bama or texas that's what i thought i i thought i thought texas in because texas uh handled oklahoma state i think it was on the, the the in the big 10 or big 12 whatever the fuck it's called i can't remember there's so many different conferences and different incarnations of things going on and but the way that they, they won their game on saturday texas was in uh but i thought that alabama played their way out of it with their performance against Auburn and then the loss of Texas early in the season, obviously. And they had a couple other games that weren't, I I don't want to say they were underwhelming, but they weren't very whelming throughout the season. Nobody's, uh, I don't think anybody's that scared of Alabama anymore, except for Michigan right now, but that's another start for another day. We'll talk about that uh, in a couple of weeks, but I, I, I was, I was, I, I was shocked. I was shocked that a power five conference that didn't lose a game, was out a, a team that that beat uh that beat some sec teams with florida they beat lsu yes they they some down years they beat clemson but they went they beat everybody who's in front of them it's, and, and, and that's all you can do and like and that's a, the bad thing with college football you can only play who's in front of you and beat who's in front of you do you need to run a score up every week apparently you do Apparently, you have to do it week in, week out to, to have that happen because you have to put up the uh, the stats and everything else to the metrics to for the for the committee to say something. I was I was so shocked 
And then I got thinking a lot about it. I was so shocked when Alabama got in and Florida State was out. I, 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 I for one, could not believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, it, it kind of, I was looking for analogies and trying to think. It's like, uh, you know, back in the 70s, or they would have these key parties and and, and doing some swapping, you know. So everybody throw their key into the bin. We're going to pull up, pull a couple out. Some people are going to go home happy. Some people aren't, but definitely someone's going to get fucked. And you know what? Those are your Seminoles. They they got fucked, and they're going home. Like realistically, like you 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 had to. You didn't have to. Like realistically, because there's I think there's a bit of an East Coast bias. The Pac-12 has been down down for a number of years, and you 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 kind of hack on them a little bit. I'm a Pac-12 guy, and you're a Big Ten guy, and I uh, I and you hack on them a little bit. But it, it, it's funny. It could have been it very easily, very easily could have been Washington on the outside looking in. And not Florida State, like very easily because there is such a fucking, there is such a need because it's money and let's not pretend it's not. There, there there's money involved with the networks and everything else to have an SCC team and a Big Ten team in no matter what because they, like and I, you're you're a, you're you're a huge you're, you're a Michigan guy. Michigan's Michigan strength of schedule is pretty bad. But because they, but 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 because they won the Big Ten, which is like the the second biggest conference in the land, they were they were in no matter what. Like it wasn't it wasn't even a, a discussion if they were in. Michigan's strength of schedule isn't that good. If you look at some teams that were played, it's pretty underwhelming. You know what? I was prepared for that question, and you're you're right. Like top to bottom, their schedule isn't that good every week. But they beat two. They're the only team in the top four to beat two top ten teams this year, Penn State and Ohio State. As it sits right now, both Ohio State and Penn State are ranked in the top ten. No other team in the top four, no other team in the top ten beat two other teams that are in the top ten. And then they handled a Buckeye team this weekend that, you know, they're ranked 14, I think, but with a monster defense, and they, they beat them, they shut them out. Iowa right. can't put up points. Iowa's the Hawkeyes. They're 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 terrible. And and I get it. You're right. You know, and I'm not. I, I'm pumping their tires a little bit to to bolster Michigan's case. Yeah. But both both Penn State and Ohio State are top ten teams as it sits right now. No one else beat two top ten teams. I you know, like, but, but you said a couple weeks back when Aaron, the guys from Brutally Honest, were on the show with us that uh, that Penn State's not a very good football team. They're they're in the Big Ten and and they get they they get points. They're they're going to be ranked. They'll be ranked ninth next year, right? Right now, like right now, if you put out the fucking, if you put out the 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 the, the college football rankings for 2024 season, Penn State's ranked nine nine right now, and they're not good. They're not. The Big Ten's overrated. So uh, what I'm getting at, Dave here, now you can probably you you're going to disagree, 100. percent There were three teams that very easily could have been number one. Very easily, Michigan got it because they're a Big Ten team. And I, if you have a, if you have a loss, I don't think you 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 can be number one. And Alabama, yeah, whatever. But you have you had Washington, you have Florida State, and you had Michigan. I would and put Liberty and Liberty, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, we, yeah, we joke. But yeah. you have th- those three teams probably aren't as good as Georgia. Those three teams definitely 
one could have been out no matter what. Michigan got in because of money, because they were they, they were never once thought to be out. Never once. And they didn't play anybody of substance. Nobody. That that's that's fucking bullshit. Like Texas in, in the Big 12, that's fucking garbage. Like you know, they, they they lost to Oklahoma, who lost to fucking Kansas. You know, and that's not because Kansas is a great team. Kansas had Kansas had an okay year. Like, so let's not be smirched. Like, uh, like Florida State and Texas, their conference schedule is just as shitty as any Big Ten schedule. And you're not going to tell me different. No, and I know. Pac- right. You know, so so let's not shit on Michigan. The Pac-12. They had ranked teams all the way through, and I couldn't. The Pac-12 is actually one of the stronger conf- one of the stronger years they've ever had this year, in my opinion. Yeah, but but uh, we'll find out, right? Like you, uh, like Arizona, they're I think they're fifteen or sixteen. Um, Oregon State, but you know when you play each other, you're going to get some wins here and there, right? And and that's the same in the Big Ten, but the, in the in as far as top ten. It's, it's Washington and Oregon and nobody else, right? And they had to beat the same team twice. I find that if you're going to have a conference champion, you shouldn't have to play a team you played in the regular season unless it's a crossover thing. But, you know, they every team plays each other anyways. So I, I don't understand. It's just a money grab and not much I get. My, but problem, with pa- Alabama, my problem with Alabama getting in is that they had to get an SEC team in. And, and, I, 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 and now it'll never happen because now they're, they're getting into a, a, a 12-team 12 12 playoff next year. Yeah. My problem with Alabama getting in, we talked about it last week. They should not They should not have won that game last week. The Keystone Cops that- came in. They should not have won that game against Auburn. So that- that's, a, that's a thing I thought about, too. because They like, should not I, have won said- that game. It seemed like because, the fix and was Auburn in, was and a then, six and five fucking team, a, a six yeah. and five team. Alabama's not that good. But you and know what? handed Alabama, that game. Alabama was great against Georgia yesterday. They had some tough games. I can't remember who, who, who they played that weren't weren't great wins. They had some underwhelming wins this season that they won by five or six points. And they they thought they're going to blow guys out. They lost to Texas. Like Alabama could, and yes, they weren't. Yes, they weren't. They weren't a three loss team. But Alabama, to me, was a, uh, if this makes any sense, they were a two-and-a-half loss team this season. And for them to get in to the playoff, I think it's a fucking, I, and you don't want to use the word travesty, but it's a fucking travesty, man. Like, if, 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 if the committee <clears throat> says we need to have a Big Ten team, we need to have an SEC team, and then the other two spots, we'll figure it out. Say that ahead of time. Because that that that's what it looked like to me. That's what because the Big Ten's the Big Ten's weak, and you, and you admit it, it. It's weak. There's two teams. That's it. Three teams. Penn State's not very good. Well, they're top ten, right? And I don't make the rankings, right? Um, like I get it. SEC is traditionally stronger, you know. But LS, LSU had a down year. Auburn had a down year. Um, who else is Tennessee had a down year? Like they're 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 okay. Georgia was Georgia was fucking good, and I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised that Georgia lost that game, but it was a good game and I enjoyed watching it. Um, I, the, the team I I I didn't like one, and you know, 
And then you think about that again, you know, so if the fix wasn't in against Auburn and Alabama loses that game, but still beats Georgia in the, in the SEC championship game, can you put a two loss Alabama? Exactly. But now, that, that's, but now, but now they, yeah, but now you, but now they're the SEC champ. You can't if put some, in. If some fucking punt returner, I can't remember his name, who I'll never hear from again. We'll, we'll never hear from him again for Auburn. Doesn't drop that ball. Alabama's a two loss team. Yeah. They're and not, they don't, and they don't give them a day to throw the ball on that final drive, right? On that final touchdown. Thing. Yeah, it's just it was too much a head scratcher, and and it the well, fix was in. The fix was in. The fix was in because the, and then and, and that's the thing. Like we can't have Bama lose because if they beat Georgia, they're not weak. They can't justify putting a two loss team in there, and then they can't justify putting Georgia in there because. Bama they lost. They lost the, that. because Bama would have been the SEC champ, right? Yeah. You can't put a non-champion team in there. But apparently, you, know, you can and, if it's the ACC. Well, and the a ACC, thirteen and like, team. Yeah, who who plays nobody, right? Like the ACC is. They down. beat. They beat. They beat two, two SEC teams this year. Yeah, who was down? Like who they beat? LSU and Florida. someone else, and and four. Yeah. Big what right? If the SEC is so great, you can only be, you can only play with in front of you. Yeah, no, and and I agree. And, and Florida State's the one that got jobbed. Um, the one thing I will say, even though I don't agree with it, I do understand the decision. Someone, I was listening to a podcast today, um, where the 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 committee that selects these four teams, they have criteria. And one one of the criteria is competitive games going forward. And with Florida State being on their third string quarterback, I get that as an excuse. It still fucking sucks for them. And I'm not a state fan and I don't like the ACC. Like I, I I've never liked this the teams from Florida. And then so I don't feel that bad. I I kind of feel bad for them, but I, I don't I don't care enough to be outraged right now because that was I'm not, not a great game. Like, why? Okay, the, the, why play the fucking game? Why play the game? It took us. Uh, well, it's uh, we're we're eighteen minutes in before someone actually swore. That's a, a new record for the fourteen twenty podcast, and it was me this time instead. Well, but no, I said uh, someone's getting fucked, but go ahead. So yeah. the uh, the thing is, is that they got screwed, and you can and if if, if somebody gets shot dies whatever breaks their ankle that isn't the rest of the guy's fault they still can they still won every fucking game and and college football that's one thing with college football is that yes there are there are weaker players a hundred percent but if you keep winning with your second string or third string you must be pretty fucking good no oh yeah yep. so, and then- so so that so I, I saw I saw the same thing you did I know it was the same the same show or the same podcast whatever it was we're listening that you're listening to but Yes, I understand. If if your if your best guy is out, your best quarterback is out, that you're 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 not as good of a team. But if you're still winning, who cares? Because if that guy was to die, then you're you're just done. That, that's it. We're, 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 we 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 can't move on. Well, there's like, no way we can go on and get get a like if it was a murder instead of a blown knee, whatever it was. Wow, that's it. Worst, worst well, even if it was professional football, San Fran, Brock Purdy was the third starting quarterback <coughs> last year, right? They 100%. Went from, 
right? So, so, like, so, so yeah. having that argument that which college football is doing, and they, they put all this bullshit out there, like yeah. having, that, having that argument saying, well, you're, you're not you're not good enough because your quarterback's not good enough. Yeah, San Fran, we can't give you the two seed. We're going to have to give you the five seed because you're down to your fifth string quarterback. No, like you know that the, San Fran played the games that was in front of them with the with the talent and the roster that was available to them, and they went out and and they kept winning games. Uh, in fact, like it, it sends a bad message, like NCAA student athletes, and we're we're noble and we can't pay these kids because they're students and they're not. Ah, no, fuck them. They went they went thirteen and zero. They overcame adversity. They they won with their second yes. string quarterback, and they put so them. with the rest of the fucking team. Yeah, for the rest of the team, for the for the, the the second string linebacker who made a tackle, for this guy who did this, or for the wide receiver who did this. What's the same with the rest of the team? Like, well, I'm still here, and we won every game. Yeah, it's and a then, bullshit you know, move. It's a bullshit yeah, I, move. I completely agree, and, and like Louisville, excuse me, sure they made their conference championship game. I don't think they're a very no one no one fears Louisville, but they're they're a, they're a good program. If the Seminoles would have went out there and beat them by 30 with their third stringer. Would they be in then? Probably. Yeah. Probably. And then who would be out? Bama. Alabama. Or would they have? Or, or would it have been Texas who would be an outside looking in? Texas might be out or Washington might be out because all of a sudden the, the Pac-12s didn't play anybody. Alabama <laughs> yeah. was in no matter what. Whoever won the that SEC championship game was in no matter what. And it's, it's a crime. It's an actual crime. I agree. I agree. Like whoever won that Alabama, well, Georgia, if they would have won, that would have been that would have been a no, right? Like, right. yeah, if Georgia would have won, yeah. But a, a one loss uh, SEC champ is um, they're making the top four, and and I also so understand why don't they that? say that it, we'll, we'll never know because they'll, they'll never say it. Why don't they say if you uh, win the the Big Ten, you're in. If you win the SEC, you're in, and then the the other two, well, we'll figure it out. Well, yeah, it's, because you know that so there's four, there's four there's four spots and there's five power there's a power five conference, right? So yeah, it's, someone uh, has to know. be on the outside looking in, and you know I I think if the powers that be well like there there's always going to be a Big Ten because of the history of of Big Ten football. Like even I think even money wise, it makes more money than uh, SEC football. The Big Ten network have, is huge. Yeah, it's huge. yeah. Because they have a far more national following wherever they go, whereas uh, the SEC is the South, and like they were rabid and 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 uh, and diehard maybe, and and that's where a lot of the football players come and, from. And the thing is, I, I'm not saying I'm not for one second saying that Alabama is a worse football team than Florida State, but not for one second. And I'm not saying for one second that. Georgia is a is is a is a worse football team than Florida State. Not for one second. But what I'm saying is is that you can only play who's in front of you. And if a guy gets hurt and they still keep winning, that says something. And they Florida State deserves to be in there. And it's 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 so it's so fucking rotten that those and I I I'm not an Alabama fan, but it's fun to you, you always have those teams that you you, you watch to hate. Like you, you, you hate fuck them, right? One of those things, and it's fine. But it's just, it's just not, it's not, it's not right for football. And like, if, if there was a, let, let's say, if if it wasn't Alabama or Georgia, let, let's say that this is all hypotheticals. If it was Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I'm affiliated, yeah. 
Are they in? Probably not. Oh, you know, one loss of Notre Dame team. I bet you they would have made a play and might have even got in because that draws numbers. No one draws eyes like Notre Dame, right? So, I don't know. You you know what's shitty? It's not shitty. No, it it actually is shitty. You know who's going to win? A team that shouldn't be in there? Alabama. They're going to win. No, Michigan's going to take care of them. They're not that at, at, At the Rose Bowl. I hope you're right. You keep saying that, but the Michigan is that good, man. Fuck. Ohio State was ranked ahead of them. Like, like they were they weren't supposed to beat Ohio State. Like I, I watched I watched a lot of football on Saturdays. Alabama and Georgia are good. That team that fucking Texas beat, they weren't they weren't as good as they were about as good as Iowa. They weren't as good as Ohio State. That Florida State Louisville game. Neither of those teams are as good as Michigan and Ohio State. So you got to stop saying that, man. I watched the fucking games. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. But uh, it's it sucked all high hell yesterday. I came back from, from baseball there. And I was like, oh, man. I could I, I was like, here we go. Here we yeah, go. I'm, I am surprised. I they, was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that two one-loss teams got in. Over an undefeated Power Five conference champion. Hundred percent. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll see it all plays out. New Year's Day and everything else coming ahead of time. But anyways, the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast for Beaver Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save some twenty bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. They make for good stocking stuffers. Well, yeah, and then the Rose Bowl, right? Get your ass down there on the on New Year's Day to the Rose Bowl, and we can what watch. Rose Bowl. What would a Rose Bowl ticket cost? Got to be a couple hundred bucks. It seats a lot of people, though, too. But, I mean, you know, yeah, Bama, Bama, Michigan. That that's boy, that it's one's nice for the for the travel agents, right? Whereas uh, you know, another thing, Washington kind of gets fucked because they got to play the Sugar Bowl, which is in New Orleans, right? Don't they play that at the Superdome? Yes, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, and that's and so Texas. Why don't I just hop down the street and fucking play down in California? That's a roadie, a holiday roadie for Texas folk. But uh, those Washington people are going to have to pack up. None of it makes sense. Like none of it makes sense. And the national championship game is in Houston. They might have a Super Bowl champion too. Fucking right over there. That team's playing. They beat your. And for Broncos yesterday. We'll get to that. Well, next. we'll talk about that next. <laughs> Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead? Or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, the NFL Week 13, I think, in review. Uh, we usually uh, start the show on Monday nights with the week review NFL style, but the college football playoff thing kind of took precedent a little bit. Uh, Dave, the, uh, the NFL is, is flying through. A lot of laughs going on right now. You have the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. If they win tonight, 
they will be number one in the AFC if the playoffs were to start today. Obviously, they're not and everything else. But I realized one thing today was I watched this football game is that uh, Trevor Lawrence might be the most unhandsome quarterback in NFL history. He's a lanky, goofy-looking dude, isn't he? Like, like just like kind of... Like, he's just not a handsome... He's, he's not that, that handsome, chiseled face look that most quarterbacks, like, for, from, from high school to college to pro have. Trevor Lawrence is a bit... I don't want to say ugly, but, but he ain't handsome. Yeah, he ain't no Joe Burrow. That's for sure. Or gorgeous Jim. He's putting together a pretty good year. I'll give him that much. And we judge our quarterbacks based on uh, on what they can do on the on the field, not on the cover yeah, of the magazine. But true. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's uh, he's an odd looking duck. The uh, game of the weekend turned out to be an absolute dud with the um, the. Uh, Sent the Los Angeles Chargers and the New England Patriots six nothing. <laughs> My God, like that is some. And the thing is about that, like, like back like 40, 50 years ago, that smash mouth football defense wins over. No, that's just two bad football teams who can't put points up. That was fucking garbage, you know. And like in the, in the, I, I, the, I caught, I caught a little bit of it, a little bit of it. Yes, I, I didn't watch. Why. I didn't watch a second. With the the Broncos were on their early window, so I watched that one. And then the afternoon window was uh, San Fran and Philly. So those are the two games I watched a lot of yesterday. That uh, and then you see the score, and you think, ah, maybe I'll go over there. And it's like three knots, and fuck that. Like two teams that are shit. And 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 to watch a field goal, that's not hard nosed D. That's inept offense and bad coaching on both sides. And and that's the thing that we we, we kind of talk about a lot is uh you have a guy in, in Herbert getting forty fucking forty five million bucks a year and he puts up six points. Is that uh, even putting up six points or is that just a fall battle of yeah, field he falls yeah. into six points? Yeah, well, they, well, I guess they were in New England and it was rainy and stuff. But you know what? It, it rains, right? You can throw the fucking ball and everything. figure it out. Figure it out. Six nothing. They both teams should be absolutely embarrassed. Um, I heard the stat at halftime, and today it's the first time since the '30s the Patriots have given up less than ten points a game in the last three games and lost all three. Unbelievable. How bad are you? Like. How bad are you? Like that's that's awful. That was that was Broncos last year, but like they were at least only giving up 17 points a game. Billy Belichick is uh, playing out the string. There's no getting around that. He, he that man don't give a fuck. Give him a chance with Caleb Williams. Ah, that's all he wants. Just give me that Caleb Williams pick. Yeah, there's but, gonna destroy and, Williams' career, and that'll be it for him too. I think, and, and we, we we discussed Williams in the past, but yeah, it's one of those. the the Pats are two and fucking ten. Who I never would have thunk it. I honestly didn't. Well, last last week we have uh, we laughed about it when we kept going off air. We were the, on our fuck that team thing, and we don't even talk about New England because they're, they're just so bad. They're just they're so, so bad. bad. The uh, another thing that came up yesterday. I don't know if you, you saw it today. Was uh, Zach Wilson, the milf hunter, 
he uh, he basically told the uh, the Jets. He said because they said, "Hey, can you go in?" Because Brian Boyle on my ass, he's not really doing very well. He's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll think about it." Like Jesus Christ, like because Wilson knows the Jets are bad, and he knows Hackett's a bad offensive coordinator. Like you, you we we discussed here, and you've been you re- you reiterated a lot. But who the fuck is this Wilson guy to say, yeah, I'll think about being a starter quarterback again. I never heard that, but you know, if that was his answer, then you're cut. Like that has to be a breach of contract. Like I don't, I don't fucking care. Right. You know, you, you're still getting paid to hold the clipboard, put the clipboard board down, put on your fucking helmet and get out there. Like that's, that's not a, it wasn't, I wasn't asking. Let me rephrase myself. Like Mr. Like Mr. Wolf, pretty fucking please. Put the fucking copy He's the down good, like that. Like <laughs> that may be the Mr. Wolf on uh, Pulp Fiction. For those people don't know what we're talking about, he may be the greatest character in movie <laughs> history. Like he just took care of shit, and he wasn't doing anything astronomical. He was just doing things. He wasn't solving the problems of the world. He was like, "Take care of this. You do this. You do this. You do this." I love I the. I love guys like, like that. I think fast, I talk fast, I move so fast. So pretty fucking please with sugar on top. Clean I love guys like that. In my old life, I was kind of like that in the construction world. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, and fuck off, fuck off, and you can fuck off too. Yeah. Do, do all the kids, like, uh, do they watch Pulp Fiction? Have they watched it? I hope so. Because that's that's 30 years ago now too. 1994 that came out, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's, that's going to be crazy. That's a couple weeks ago. Year. Yeah, that's a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the uh, the uh, let, let's get to your Denver Broncos. Uh, they're uh, fuck me, Dave. I was so fucking mad because I was once again. I'm still licking the jar in that fucking football pool, and I was so fucking mad yesterday when they lost that game because I, I took your advice. And I got to quit listening to you. I really, really do. And but no, but in my own hard hearts, I thought I thought they're they're going to win that football game yesterday against against and they should have and they should and they should have, but that team and we 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 have our our weekly frauds favorites and fuck that team, but fuck me, you win five in a row and you play a Dallas or, or, or a, a, a Houston team who's on the 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 they're they're, they're coming up. And it's a game you got to win to get a playoff spot and everything else. I was so fucking mad at you yesterday. I was going to call you and swear at you over the, or just text you over the phone. I was like, that's got to be the most fraudulent team right now going on. Cause that, that was a fucking bullshit performance. Um, let's pump the brakes on that. It was one person. And that was Russell Wilson in the, in the second half. Like he threw two picks, two really costly picks. And Denver still had a chance to win the game in the last 10 seconds. And he throws a pick on that one. Like, fuck, turnovers cost you. Well, obviously, they cost you games. But if you win the turnover battle, winning games becomes a shit ton easier, an absolute shit ton easier. And he threw these fucking picks, gave Houston a short field, and then uh, only down by six point five points at the very end. And he's fucking around, not just the last pick, the 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 – that was on third down. He threw that pick. Fuck. You don't think I I cussed? I fucking cussed. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. What do you do? What do you do? Denver's schedule, it doesn't look too bad coming home. But, you know, uh, Russ, like, 
stay within it. Like you were playing within the system. No one was relying on you to win games. And then now we ask you to win one fucking game. But well, like first you didn't have to win the game, but now you did because you threw two picks and now it's laid there right there. Here's your fucking plate. Here's your meat. Here's your knife. Here's your fork. Eat. And he fucking shit on his plate. Yeah. That makes me mad. That makes me so mad. Yeah, I was I because I'm I'm I think I'm three three out right now in that pool and I was like fuck me, like I said last week I've I've never won one of those fucking things and I, I'm licking the jar like I'm I'm there and some things and fuck me I was fucking hot yesterday because I thought for sure that Denver was gonna win that game but one of those things but you fucking said, Jesus Christ the 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 game of the week was supposed to be and it turned out to be an absolute fucking dud. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers and and the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Aaron! Absolute, absolute shit kicking. Um, who is better, Brock Purdy or Chris McCaffrey? Uh, I I think that McCaffrey's all all world. I think he's the best back in the league. Um, and that's up for debate. But, she uh, might be a go MVP type of season for those two boys. Yeah, Brock had a game yesterday too, um, and this was a statement game for the Niners. Um, Philly got punched in the face, and then in the mouth, and then in the gut, and then they got their pants pulled down and, and a little spanking. Spanked on the hoopski. Yep, and now and now go home and tell your mom how good you are, because you just got you just got taken to the woodshed in front of dummy. It, uh, yeah, in front of your home fans. They weren't greasing poles that night in Philly, I'll tell you that much. So it's gonna be interesting too, because Philly now they got they I imagine buttholes are starting to pucker up a little bit because they got Dallas, I think, next week, who's only a game behind. Their their ten and one is now if you lose to Dallas next week and then that, that number one seed is gone. And then so uh uh, so uh, Philly has some. Uh, it's going to be gut check time next week when they play Dallas. And I'm not panicking if I'm a Philly fan. I'm, I'm not down on them. I'm not. I, I'm just like I, sometimes that you have a, an off night and it happens. Like you, you you go through the season, things just don't click, and the the offensive coordinator is better than the defensive coordinator for the other team, whatever it might be. And then once it once things start rolling downhill, you can't stop it, right? And but and so maybe this a, a little eye opener that Philadelphia needed to uh, to a little wake up call, I guess that you could say. But man, oh man, like it's uh, one of those things that fucking Niners team looked really good for a guy who's not supposed to be very good in in, in Big Cock Brock, and uh, Philly looked average. Average. Absolutely average, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's it happens, right? That's what excuse me happened about what four or five e- weeks ago. Didn't San Fran lose two or three in a row? Two in a row. Uh, we, yeah. we, we, we were we were actually saying uh, here in the fourteen twenty podcast that San Francisco we were crowding them, yeah, and all seventeen so seventeen and all that no one's going to beat them, and they lost two in a row. So guaranteed now, Philly's going to win three in a row. We're going to get. Told to shut the fuck up again because we, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the fourteen twenty kiss of death happens every week. There's no getting around that. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the result didn't the, the, didn't uh, shock me so much as did the the margin of victory that blew me away. The way San Fran 
handled them so easily. That one. That one. But, you know, that wasn't my shocker of the week. The shocker of the week happened in old uh, Pittsburgh, PA. Holy. Oh, oh James Conner. Isn't that, like, it's just the worst. A, a James Conner used to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. When someone that you let go or traded comes back home and just lays a boost. Yeah. To get, they got manhandled by fucking Arizona at home. You know, excusable. You know, we we love our our Jim Jimmy Plotner, the fan of the van over there out out in the Long Island Prognosticator, and he's a he's a huge uh, Steelers fan. But my oh my, like that fucking, and now you got fucking uh, quarterback. He's out, and it's not Matt Canada's fault. That team is fucking terrible. They how they're <laughs> seven and four or seven and five now. I like Kenny Pickett. I yeah, he's out now. So he's probably ankles probably done for the rest of the season. But that might be the worst seven and five team in the history of the National Football League. <laughs> they're they, awful. Smoking and blaming everybody and blaming everybody else. And it, it's it's not just it's it's not just the, the, the fans. <clears throat> It's not just the management. It's not the players. There seems to be like some infighting a little bit. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know. It, it almost seems like nobody gives a fuck. There's a lot of infighting on the offensive side of the ball. And then maybe the defense has just gotten fucking tired of saying, hey, fuckers on the other side. Can you side score of the 10 ball. points? Just figure it out. I am sick and fucking tired of carrying your ass. And all I hear is you guys fucking schoolyard. It's his fault. It's his fault. She pulled my hair. He's spinning my sandwich. Well, like, fucking figure it out. Just, like, maybe just put him in a fucking gymnasium with a couple dodgeballs. And says, well, see you in three hours, boys. Don't kill each other. But I want this fucking figured out. And we're coming out here as a team. Because it's It's gross. How that team, they we talked about it earlier on the year. I don't know how they were doing it with smoke and mirrors, beating Baltimore, beating Cleveland, and then they beat someone else. It was like, how the fuck are they doing this? But they were doing it. And now and now they've run out of luck. And now what do you do? Right? The rubber is hitting the road right now. And they're, oh, there's terrible. They're, they're starting to realize what they are, and they don't want to dig deep and figure it out. Speaking of digging deep and, and figuring out, sorry, total sidetrack here. I, oh, I, I, like, meant to, I, like, I like sidetracks. I meant to bring this up in the, uh, in the college football. Did you see that highlight uh, from the Michigan-Iowa game? Where that Michigan uh, run back with uh, about like a minute left in the first quarter. The kid from Iowa who came all the way back. Yeah, number four. That is going to be on coaching clips till the end of time. Keep going. Keep going. Because, Keep going. you know, that fucker, <laughs> he ran down in, in kickoff I'll, coverage. Look, tomorrow, so I'll, ran, I'll, I'll, I'll clip yeah. it into this little conversation we had. Like, unbelievable. I, I just reposted it while I was waiting for us to start. Unbelievable. Here. So he runs 60 yards in pump coverage, misses the tackle. And then runs all the way back, and he's pushing people out of the way. Get the fuck out of my way! And he I miss. I gotta go. Eight, he, he he tracked that guy down eighty yards the other way. One hundred forty yards fuck. that fucker ran. I, I haven't had ran one hundred forty yards in fourteen years <laughs> at full speed without slowing down, and he got faster towards uh, it. That, I can't that's, run. That's I can't run most, full speed. Uh, that was that's one of the most amazing. Sporting clips that, like, I just the heart of no, it was unbelievable. Yeah, you talk about heart of a lion. 
That guy had the heart of a lion. He's no Tim Tebow. He's he's right there. Yeah, one of those. I want him. It was crazy. I want him on my. I I will bet you that kid just made himself a million bucks by doing that. I I hope so. Like ever read or ever ready battery or 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 something or or Viagra or something. That's probably a uh, for whatever sport, uh, whether it's hockey or football or baseball or soccer or football, whatever. I hope there's coaches at amateur level showing that today, saying this kid knew he fucking missed something and he didn't quit. And he in a game that didn't matter that our team wasn't that that team wasn't going to win. Because I was well, I was it was three, it was three nothing at the time. The game was but, still but you know what I mean. Iowa was there to win that yeah. game. Yeah. And for and and that is how amateur sport and what it should be taught to kids. Like you can do a puck flip. You can throw a baseball. You can do this. But if your effort isn't there, you can't teach effort. You can't. No. And, you know, and you, and, you, and you always say that. Never give up. Play to the whistle blows. Like, uh, you can say that stuff, but you can't visualize it. That was never give up. Visualize. It was. It, that it, kid it, probably it, made a million bucks by doing that. I hope so. I, I hope too. so. And he wasn't doing it for a million bucks. He's probably some like he's on special teams, so I don't know. Said, but like, oh fuck! And that <laughs> was yell that. <laughs> right? I'm asking. Yeah, no. I let's get him on the show. We'll find out who he is. <clears throat> no, number it was four. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sorry for Look. the tangent there, but I meant to. Talk oh no, no, it was it was, was it, it was a great it was a great uh, great moment. Dave, well, we'll get to our uh, let's get to our frauds. Fuck that and uh, favorites right now. For the NFL Week uh, 13, I think we're in now. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm so close to winning that fucking pool. It's making me. It's well, out. It's actually making to go. Right. It's making me a little crazy because I was talking to Ryan over at Browns <laughs> last night. You're overthinking I, it. Now, no, because I'm almost. It's almost at the point of the year where you have to pick an upset, and what's the upset going to be? Because everybody's picking the same, the favorites, right? Yeah, so you got to get one and get the other. You know, you don't get that. Yeah, I totally do. Like it, just, it's at you, that point, four weeks left. Like Jesus, like you got to nail monetary win, whatever. It's a hundred bucks, whatever. Favorites. Whatever. If you get, if you nail all the favorites and you and you and you hit one upset a week, that's what you got to do. Yeah, you so one a week, and then you're there. Jesus, if you're fucking Broncos, and last week the fucking NFC fucking North, they fucked me. But whatever. Uh, Dave, uh, let's get, let's get into it. Let's get into our, our three F's of the week in the, uh, favorites, frauds and fuck that team. Who do you got as first off? Let's do your, uh, let's do your frauds. Um, well, the frauds, I, I don't know if I called them a fraud last week. I know I called them overrated. I think it's, even though they won this week, Detroit lions, you can't, you can't beat new Orleans 33, 28. If the if Detroit thinks they're going to make noise in the playoffs with a defense like that, they are sadly fucking mistaken. If they run up against, I don't know who's the bottom, but they're not playing two games in the playoffs this year. Their defense sucks, and they gotta they gotta figure it out. Detroit is not near as good as their record. So I I, I have it solely on the Detroit Lions, even though they won this week. My uh, my fraudulent team uh, this week is the is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they got a major problem there. They're not that good. 
you you can't you're, you're supposed to be a super bowl, super bowl contender you have a team with what uh is the best player in professional football today uh in patrick mahomes and you go into green bay and yes it's a cold environment green bay plays well at home for 30 some years now wherever it's been but uh the chiefs are fraudulent man and i think the the distractions that go along with that team and everything else going on with that they're just not that good like they they aren't you can't you can't lose like they did to to a green bay team who's not on a i don't want to say on a rebuild but they're not a championship contender i think that the chiefs are fucking fraudulent i they're they're not that good they aren't winning anything this year they're not they're they're really not i'm not 100 percent on that and i did watch that game as well and they kind of and to touch on that i thought the fix was in there on that final drive where uh, Patrick Mahomes got hit cleanly. The officiating was horrible in that game. Horrible. Oh, my horrible. God. And, and then they missed. I was uh, actually texting with uh, a buddy who's a Green Bay fan um, during that uh, game, and, and I said that was a bullshit uh, personal foul. And then the rest, the very next play, didn't throw a flag on that obvious P.I. against uh, Vontez Scantling. Makeup call, makeup call. See you later. And then uh, when I texted field, him, yeah. I go, Scantling would have dropped that fucking thing anyways. Don't yeah. worry about it. And then so, but but like the, 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 it's too bad the officiating on both sides had to be so bad. And 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 Kansas City lost. And, you know, and that's not the same Green, Green Bay team that Denver beat three weeks ago. Denver beat fucking Green Bay. Well, they be also beat KC, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you kidding anybody. I don't think Jordan Love's pretty good. Not great. He, He's pretty good. He looked pretty good there yesterday, and so I don't know. I don't know what it takes for a quarterback to play consistently all the time. It's if it's a comfort or what, but uh, he he played really well last night. The uh, yeah, I just. Uh... And I, I listen to a lot of shows and watch things a lot. And uh, do you think maybe the uh, and I'm not I don't I I can give a fuck about uh, um, Taylor Swift. If, but if uh, maybe Travis Kelsey needs to maybe focus on football a little bit, because it's still his job. Like if he was dating fucking Josephine, the Winters, yeah, the supermodel on the weekend. Okay, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think that boy needs to focus on it because it's still his job, and you still have a lot of guys depending on you, like your quarterback, your your lineman. They're on and on. That boy needs to focus on his job a little bit more than than he has been. That that's just my opinion. And I don't know what he does. I, he seems to me like an absolute professional. I don't think he's out doing things he shouldn't be doing. I think winning football games is really important to him. And you know what? He's been carrying that team. You know, he's the only guy. Kansas City has just trash, trash receivers. You spend all this money on a quarterback and he can make anybody look good, like, you know, Tom Brady. But Tom Brady always had at least two targets. These these smelts that uh, that uh, uh, Mahomes has to throw to, Jesus, I got a pair of hands. You might as well hit me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, play, Rams. I'll play for, like, no one's going to guard me because I'm slow. Right? Like, you know, like, fuck, are, are, we're wasting a guy on him every time, and I'll just go out and catch my five-yard slant, get lit up, and then go on the IR. There you go. Who's your uh, – right now, we won't get to fuck that team, because that's always my, my favorite point. Uh, who is your – a uh, right now, who is your favorite to win the uh, the Super Bowl? San Fran. Super Bowl. 
San Fran, Baltimore. Baltimore, I think right now the, the AFC is 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 proving I still think the AFC is a far superior uh conference. Um, but no one is really rising to the top. Baltimore has a chance to take the AFC by the balls and and run it all the way. I think it's a Baltimore San Fran. And at this point, I think San Fran might win, even though I've been saying Baltimore forever. San Fran, Baltimore, and I'll say Baltimore wins it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, to fade away a little bit from the uh, my Dallas Cowboys love, which I don't know where that came from, but I, I'm going to, to, to lean into the uh, San Francisco 49ers. That uh, they looked, they were dominant the other night or last night. Like just like it was, it was uh, men against boys. It was something else to watch. Like it just, and the, this the how they played that game in Philadelphia, and like Philadelphia had an off night. Like you can't you can't, you can't say that that uh, that San Fran was the end all and beat all because I think Philly was a combination of two. San Fran was really good, and Philly was really bad. So that's why it ended up that way. Right, it's one of those things. And I right. think you got, and also too, I'm going to give San Fran props because you know their their two biggest games of the year has been Dallas and uh, and Philly, and they curb stomped them both. So they're showing up big for big games to to make a statement. And you know, it's, I get it; it's just two games, but they they took those two NFC East bullies and punched them in the mouth. Yeah, and there you go. And then in the AFC, you know, for. <laughs> I, I want to keep sticking with Baltimore because I think that they're really good and the quarterback's great. But for some unknown reason, maybe it's one of those years you'll have a coast to coast with the most and have the uh, Miami Dolphins because two has been two has been good, been healthy. Two has been good. Yesterday. Tyreek has been historic. Three catches he might, for 154 yards yesterday. That's he might be a Hall of Famer. Like he might oh, yeah, be the MVP and everything there, else, yeah. right? So I, I made me. I'm, I'm going to switch things up. So I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers and the uh, NFC, and then the uh, Miami Dolphins and the AF, AFC right now for, for right now because I because eventually those two teams have to get it done. Because they, they, both those teams, we use the term licking the jar a lot here in the 1420 podcast, but those two teams have been licking the jar for a long, long time, especially Miami. Like Miami hasn't been relevant for, for – they've been relevant, but not relevant. Not as long, of course, yeah. Right? So, yeah, they, they haven't made the uh, To a uh, quarterback, uh, as, we, uh, as we, we call them, uh, maybe that is your AFC champion, Miami Dolphins. They better win that, get that that seed because I don't know how uh, fun it's going to be playing in Baltimore in, in January. That I think that might have uh, a little bit of uh, saying how the games go, but you know that's 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 right, Baltimore. And you know what? Hey, Commodores, Tyreek Hill is pretty good. Put a guy on him. Fuck the you know there, it's about five weeks ago. I think it was Dave. Where you said the Commodores were, were good. I think and, uh, I said that in week like five, but nonetheless. Yeah, five, six I, weeks ago. Um, they're they're not. Nope. I don't know how uh, Riverboat Ron has a job. You know, that Sam Howell, the quarterback, he still puts up decent numbers, and that's because he has um, – what's Riverboat his nuts? Riverboat Ron. I wish that was my nickname, <laughs> Riverboat Redlinski. 
<laughs> well, I'll try and make it stick. Next time we're out in public, I'll call My you. My son call me that. Rifle. <laughs> Remember that one? Rifle Radlinski. That was the night I met my wife. Well, the no, night before. Yeah. Daisy yeah. Air Rifle. Yeah. Daisy and uh, Rifle. Yeah. Uh oh. As I'm watching at live, live here at the 14 Wayne podcast, Trevor Lawrence is limping out of the uh, stadium in a 28 28 game. The Silken Lauman looking Trevor Lawrence, the most unhandsome quarterback in NFL history, is limping out of the uh, stadium. Uh, Jesus. Oh, I have it all on the side. I missed the injury. Like, that's not good for uh, Garrett. Bad, bad week for the podcast family. The Broncos go down. The Steelers go down. Well, the Steelers and uh, and uh, Eagles get embarrassed. And now uh, the, the Duval is uh, in a 28-28 tie without the ball at home against Jesus. the broless Bengals. Like Holy... You think like this is gonna sound ridiculous? Like when when you draft a quarterback, you better make sure he's good looking to put on little billboards or anything else. I don't care if I gotta shave his ass and teach him to walk backwards. If he can sling it and read a playbook, he's starting. No, you got to be good looking to be a quarterback. (laughs) That's for the endorsements. You got to be good looking to be a quarterback. Peyton Manning wasn't good looking. Enough. He had a certain goofy charm. He looked more like Charlie Brown than fucking Clark Gable. Southern charm. Tennessee, right? Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. No, New Orleans. He played at Tennessee. He played his college ball at Tennessee. Anyways. There's uh okay, let's speak of, let's get into it. Who is your fuck that team? Well the week 13. Of the National Football League season. This is now getting down to the nitty-gritty. It's like we're still in the, the loser pool. I can't believe this team was not on our on our fuck that team. But you know what? We bitch about them and we bitched about their their um their offensive coordinator. But you know, if you're at home hosting an Atlanta Falcons team that is fucking terrible. And you lose 13 to 8. Fuck you, New York Jets. Just fuck you. I'm surprised we haven't told you to fuck off yet, but you're not on the list. And it would be an absolute travesty for New York Jets to not be on this list. So the New York Jets, go fuck yourself. Yeah, they've been uh, struggling throughout the season. No getting around that. It's just an <laughs> absolute disaster. Like, just a complete train wreck. Uh, and yeah, we talked about the uh, the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, but they they went in the season with some different ideas, right? With with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and anything else, but they, they they actually should have been fucked that team back in August when when the season first started. R- I really. think so, but but yeah, we were taking other teams because they were going to be like, there eventually. Yeah. When, yeah. when they signed the same <laughs> Rogers, they should have been fucked that team right off the back. You know what? You guys are this is stupid. You're not that good. You're telling Rogers is telling you who to sign, what to do. They should have been fucked that team right off the get go. Like honestly, they were like fuck me. Like to have a player like yes, he's got he Rogers has that uh, pedigree. Yeah, Cashay. But fuck me, like fuck off. And then with him, and then with him, the sidelines. I, I, I think it's a hindrance to the team. I, I really do. 
Um, but it depends. I don't. I don't know that, right? You know, they're not going to get shittier. They're not shitty because of him, right? And if he's trying to help Zach Wilson, and you know what? Here's the, here's the trivia question: Fucking who was Philly's loss? Only lost to until yesterday. They lost to the Jets. How the fuck did the Jets ever beat Philly? I have no idea. So, like, they obviously had some kind of cohesion and. And Zach Wilson had some kind of potential. And it's up to the coaching staff to get that kind of play out of him. And even, the, you know, remember they, they gave uh, the Chiefs a good game that one day and Zach Wilson played well. How come How come he can't consistently bring it? And I'm going to blame that on Nathaniel Hackett just because I hate that prick. Yeah, that's going to take one for you to uh, not get over for quite some time. No. I, I'll never forget the, the the fucking shit that guy let go on in my franchise. Uh, well, but okay, here's, he did more damage than good, right? He no, but here's the first. thing. Here's the thing, Dave. Here's the thing. Is that he actually opened up a lot of eyes and said, here's what's wrong. They're in a better place now because of, 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 of Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, yeah, you say that, but then like it's like um, Nathaniel Hackett came to my Airbnb, and he didn't get his cleaning fee back. But he left fucking shit stains in the corner. He left. Uh, he they, they tucked open tunic. They put open tuna cans uh, underneath the couches. Right. So not only did they not clean the place, they fucking left shit for me to find out. To, to, to say, what the fuck what's is the worst trick you've ever played on a uh, roommate, a friend, a a, uh, a hotel mate? They talk about tuna cans, everything else. What's one of those <laughs> tricks you, you, you ever? Uh, so I, I like back in my junior hockey days, that's 30, 30, 30, 30 40 years ago almost now. Um, what's what, what's an old trick that you played that you're like, what I should probably, I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, it's worse. It's harmless. No one got hurt or anything like that. But it was actually um, we broke into a buddy's house um, on his wedding day. Like so, him and his wife were at a hotel, and we never wrecked anything. We put a bunch of you know, you you take a glass of water, you put a card on it, flip it upside down, and pull the card out, and now it's an upside down glass full of water. Yeah, I did a I, I did one of those in in the bathroom, and then I also took Saran wrap and did a good job of it. It was fucking crystal clear. And so uh, when he went and took his, when he got back, you know, after their hotel, he, he took a piss. He was like, what the fuck? His piss was splashing all over the place because he was oh, pissing I love on. That, trick. <laughs> that is a good trick. And it's it's harmless. It's a little bit gross, but at least he didn't take a shit on it. We, uh, when Poozer, it's, it's, it's actually Poozer's uh, 51st birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday to West Stockton. The, the, my, my very first friend I ever had in my life. I was, happy I birthday, was, uh, Poozer. I was uh, four years old, uh, 19th Street. He was on 18th Street. So the very first friend I ever had in my life, West Stockton. It's his birthday tomorrow. But anyways, when he got married, he was uh, 21, 22 years old to Marcy. They're still married to this day. And, uh, and it the wedding we're young right we uh, went into their house and we took all of the um labels off of the cans of, <laughs> of, 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 of all their food so you were there so, for a while <laughs> so they, yeah so so like with beans or it was corn or whatever whatever it was every Pork label was gone can of soup 
Here's what you're having. <laughs> they have to open it. It was it was shitty, but it was funny. So one of those things that uh, happy birthday to West Stockton. One uh, oh, my 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 first friend ever, and uh, one of my one of my best friends I've ever had in my life. But uh, my uh, fuck that. So go ahead, start. Dave. Oh no, I pity the fool that doesn't light up when he sees West Stockton. So like happy Great guy. birthday, Wes. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know you as well as the other former Cludians, but it's just a great guy. Yeah, yeah, no, so, just a fantastic so, human being. There's hope you have a good or West. Yeah, it's, uh, he's a really 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 fun guy to be around. He uh, he uh, not not much bothers old Poozie. He went through a lot through his uh, early life, so one of those things. Uh, my fuck that team. Oh Jesus, there's so many at this point of the season. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? But I am going to say that it's ridiculous that we, and I'm going to say it right now. Last week we said that uh, Bill, Billy Belichick and, and the New England Patriots, we haven't got to that point because no one cares. Now it's at a point where like, you know what? You're fucking terrible. Like you're actually terrible. I wasn't going to bet on them this weekend. I wasn't going to, to say anything about them this weekend. I wasn't going to say that you, you expect to win, but if you put up zero points and 10 points and three points week after week, Bill Belichick, it's time to fucking call her good. It's time to walk up because you know, you're, you're embarrassing yourself and you're at that point right now where your, your legacy is going to be, and you might disagree here with me, Dave, your legacy is going to be tarnished. And that, and that happens in all sports. Like you hang around and hang around and hang around because uh, sports fans have short memories because a lot of people watching games now, they don't, they don't remember already Belichick and the fucking, and the Patriots win Super Bowls already. It's at that point. My fuck that team, or it's, it's more so fuck that guy goes to Bill Belichick and the new, new England Patriots. I agree, and, and you know the the, like the enough, is, man. Sports people have short memories. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit ago. There's going to be a shit ton of fucking Patriots gear that you're going to find at flea markets and stuff. A lot of kids named Brady and Tom, or or, or Tom Bill, Tom William, Tom William Winters, right? Because you know they we, the thing. Like I'm named after this fucking guy, this guy. Now that he's 10, 11 years old, it was all fine. Like, where's all those yeah. pictures, those cute, those cute pictures in onesies with uh, TV 12 on it? Like, that, those days are fucking gone now. Brady's a Hall of Famer. So is Belichick. But now he's still coaching. Tom Landry got fired. Don Shula got asked to step away. It happens to them all. And you the know, only Bill, coach like, in, in the history of, of my lifetime to walk out on on a championship note was Scotty Bowman when he's on the ice that night in uh, the I think it was against Carolina, and he was I'm done. And he told Shanahan, and Shanahan's like, "Fuck off! No, I'm I'm good. I'm out." And that's the only <clears> time. <throat> and fucking when when Brady said I'm out, Belichick should have done the exact same thing. And it's an arrogant fucking it's an arrogant attitude. It, it hurts the it doesn't hurt. You still have the memories of of your championships, but. Belichick looks like a fucking tool right now. That team's bad. Fuck, fuck them. Fuck the fucking, fuck the Patriots. Fuck Belichick and fuck them all. That's my opinion. right. You're you're allowed a down year or two after Brady leaves, but you know you're you're going backwards. And like, and then what you guys, the product, the product you guys are putting on the field is embarrassment to you and your fans. And I can't think Bobby Croft 
is enjoying that watching getting his massages at the orchids of asia there in uh, Sarasota, <laughs> florida or it was, with the tvs on the ceilings yeah do you think he watches oh he's in the game. box every game for sure like every when, owner watches every game like when you like when when, when your team's on the road do you think like if you're if you're out of the the uh whatever if you're out of the uh the hunt do you think those owners actually watch on the road they don't go to road games uh they do if they're good they probably do they probably do you know what in fact if i was in order my team was sucking ass i would for sure be on the road because i want to talk to people making decisions after the game what's going on here how are we going to make this better what's going on here how are we going to make this better because this, like, I don't fucking dig on this, especially Bobby Kraft. Like, he don't. There's no laurels you can rest on now when your team is two and ten, right? You can't go home and 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 fucking look at those trophies. You can't look at the rings on your hands and feel I think good. You can, actually, Dave. Ah, uh, when you're two and ten, though, Jesus fucking Christ! He's got six I want one more fucking trophies in his house. Yeah, that's true too. But like, I don't it's, know. Like, it, it, it's six more than any other owner right now has. Well, you know, you you, you go to the finest restaurants in the world, and you keep wanting the, those uh, five star meals, and all of a sudden you're eating Big Macs every fucking week. I want to I want to start eating some fucking steak again because I know how good this is, and this Big Mac kind of fucking sucks right now. I'm if they were Whoppers, you wouldn't be complaining. I love a Whopper. <laughs> Just don't bring it in your car. It stinks the next day. Fuck, Forever, I hate anyway. the, that fire broil just makes the interior of a vehicle stink. Whopper or Big Mac? I'm a Big Mac guy all the way. That's I don't know if I've... Though. The only thing I've ever eaten... The only thing... My 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 one item at BK is... Uh, we've said it before. Is the original chicken sandwich. I don't I don't care for that fucking charcoal taste on... on Burger King burgers. Fuck, I love I love a Whopper. Oh, I can't remember my uh yeah. If it's it's my my favorite fast food burger is either A and Dub or Wendy's. Those are better than McDonald's and, and I'm BK. a team burger. Team burger one. Team, team burger is a great burger. Quarter pounder cheese two. Whopper three. Oh no, like like a Dave Classic is a nice one too. Cause they I don't know, they got crispier lettuce and tomato there. Like a Dave Big Classic. I don't I'm I'm too. not big lettuce on a burger guy. Oh, uh, just one little thing. Uh but the, the the QP, I can't remember the last time I had a QP. It was it it just didn't satisfy me. It, was, I like it, it wasn't as good. Have you had one like within the last couple months? This morning. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, a few weeks, a couple months actually, a couple months. I like quarter. But when like yeah, so like the 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 meal for fast food for us is when we're leaving town, is either Wendy's or Taco Time. Oh, I love Taco Time. I can fuck. It. I can eat Taco Time till I puke. Oh, I like so Taco much time better a lot. than Taco Bell. Yeah. Deanne's yeah. uh, mom used to work at Taco Time years ago. In the hat there, so we have sauce like the sauce, like the. the, uh, the I know. Just, oh, yeah. fuck, that is something. That's something to behold. 
That is it's something a, to behold. It's a the nice taco time sauce. Blend. It's, I'm going to say it one for the third time in 24 seconds. The taco time sauce is something to behold. It makes everything taste better. Oh, it's so good. What's your go-to there? Uh, the, the the burrito, the soft, the soft taco. The soft meat burrito, yeah. yeah. Two of those, two, uh, two uh, Mexi fries. Yeah. And, oh yeah, fucking! I had I had rolled and then my, nine of those sauces, right? Just being yeah. being, being done, yeah. I unroll my burrito and then put like six. Oh uh, yeah, right? yeah, and then and then rip the sauce. Back and you and you, forth. you roll it up, you, you yeah. pour the shit, you roll back up, eat the guts out of it, and then dip it, and then oh, it's so oh good. yeah. It's t- that's and it's so much about- more fi- it's, it's so much more <laughs> filling. It's so much more oh, filling yeah. than, than, than Taco Bell. Like they're they're big yeah. big Talk tacos, about a right? Trash. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it's 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 no, it's not near as gimmicky. It's just like here's your fucking food, eat yeah. it and enjoy, it. and and you do it. It's it's a it's a far better pseudo Mexican experience. Fuck, I might get on that tonight. Back on the uh, oh, taco time's not too bad. Oh yeah, the uh, that the like if you relocate, that's you're gonna be even closer to taco time. I love taco time. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. We're really recording. Anyways, the fourteen. Have you ever had one of those? Have you ever had one of those crisp meat burritos? Deanne loves those. They're so good. <laughs> Deep fried meat and cheese in a yeah. Deanne loves those. No, I oh, I've, I've been my so I've been my thing with Taco Bell or Taco Time forever. Like it's just what I've been doing that forever and ever. Soft yeah. super Mexi fries in a Coke or a root beer. Root beer. I like yeah. When I when I when I meal it up when I get my soft drink it's root beer. I can't Sometimes do it with a soft drink a lot of times. I can't. Yeah, I don't care for it because it like I I would never drink soft drink with a meal at home. So especially if I've had a couple, which I've been known to do. I uh mm-hmm. I can't like I, I won't order a drink. Like Deanne will have it or whatever. So like Diet Coke. She'll drink Diet Coke for the fucking work forever. But I just I can't. If I like if I've been drinking beers, I'll have a meal. Whatever, but I can't transition into a, a coke. Yeah, because that bloats you more. Like yeah. I, I know exactly what you think. Oh, they feel like hell. Yeah. Never blame the booze. Once again, Dave, <laughs> never blame the booze. We talked about this earlier stick. on the show. I better stick to beer. There we go. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Uh, there you go. Taco time. You sponsor us. Here we go. I love taco time. I love it. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Formula Sports talking a whole lot more on this Monday night on the fourth day of December. It's Mariah Carey time. 21 days till Christmas Science Brew Weeks. Tonight, we're going to uh, 
be uh, drinking whatever God knows what. Uh, you you were saying you, you you quite like the eggnog, Dave, and I'm not an eggnog guy, but uh, it'll be flowing uh, wholeheartedly in about three weeks from now, wouldn't you think? Well, <laughs> that's the thing I found out the hard way. Don't drink too much eggnog, you know, because it is a bit of a heavy beverage. I don't know if it's dairy. I don't know what the fuck they put in that thing, but it uh, it tastes delicious. But you know, two maybe three is my limit, and then it's time to switch to whiskey if you're getting after it. When because we're uh, it's funny we're uh, l- l- let's not sugarcoat this at all. Like we uh, we don't mind drinking beers and everything else. When it's Christmas time, do you uh, do you switch things up a little bit? Less beer, more something else during the the holiday season. It depends where I'm at. Yeah, but you know, even then, like you know, I had I had two eggnog yesterday. Um, I didn't get after it like I did last Thursday with Garrett there, um, but uh, <laughs> I had a couple eggnog in the afternoon to celebrate getting the lights in the trees and getting all the shit done, and it was it was a nice thing. It's it, it puts me a bit in the festive spirit, and you know, uh, I might have a whiskey or two, but I gotta mind myself because I I can't go on a fucking party of one. Well, you can't get get into every, every night of the week for the next twenty one days. It's still <laughs> one of those things. I'm not. Uh, yeah, no. I I I love the Christmas season. The music starts playing. I haven't got into like. I usually play a lot, a lot of Christmas songs, but it's a little early yet to be full time Christmas things. But uh, and the weather here, and the oh, weather we yeah. we haven't had we haven't had snow since October. Yeah, that's odd. And that's odd. Yes. I posted 17 the picture tomorrow, yesterday, yeah. Which is yeah. 117 uh, Fahrenheit tomorrow. <laughs> but Listen, no, like I always, la- I, I, I always laugh when, when we talk about uh, the, we talk about temperature. We used to talk about a lot back in the early inception of the, of the 1420 podcast. We talk about the, the, the temperature, and the American listeners are like, 17's cold." So when I say 17, it's 143 now. We're good. It's it's hot. It's about I'm gonna I'm gonna say thirty no it's gonna be like yeah high forties forty fifties yeah it'll be like 40, 40, 50 40 45, degrees. 50 degrees yeah did you see the Nate Bergasi Saturday Night Live I uh, did did you add that one skit where he's George Washington and he was talking yeah. about the American system and what would it be nobody knows nobody knows <laughs> it was the only country skit. to do that yeah. Crack the shit on me. Fuck that skit. Mixed me, made me. Anyway, laugh. Dave, it was something we started uh, three and a half years ago here at 1420 World Headquarters. We're moving. We'll talk about that on another day, probably Thursday. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. But uh, one of the, uh, what we do every Monday night now, one of my favorite things is, and I, I come up with these simple, I don't, I don't know why I come up with these and how, how they come about, but who is better? Uh, Saturday night, I sat down here with uh, my blushing bride. We watched Kiss's last uh, last concerts on pay per view. That that was it. This is it. The last time. This time, uh, <laughs> Kiss. The uh, I was made for loving you, baby. The whole bit. Who is better, Paul Stanley from Kiss or Stanley Roper from Reese Company? <laughs> That's a good one. I wish uh, Stanley Roper. Um, he, he only had like a two, three year run because uh, they shifted him off to hire uh, Mr. Furley. Um, so uh, this one has to be without a shadow of a doubt, Paul Stanley. 
there's there's no doubt about it. Paul Stanley's the clear winner of this one. Kiss is uh, it's like we all kind of laugh about Kiss and they're kind of a joke and whatever else, but it's it's entertaining music, right? You listen to it, and like we were watching the other night on the uh, on on the music, we turned up a little bit, and it was like Kiss is phony and fucking what? It's kind of fun, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. Don't think too deep. They're not splitting atoms. They're not trying to solve problems in the world. They go out. There's confetti. There's this, the makeup and spit and blood. You know, it's uh, the branding. They were the first ones to to to, to kind of figure yeah. out the branding of a band. And Paul Stanley, like I've seen Kiss a couple times. That motherfucker can sing. He struggled. At the, he he's seventy. Three years old, I think he's, he's my mom's age. Oh, yeah, so he's a lot of crack his voice a bit. And yeah. so the, the opening song, Dead or Night, it was he was bad. It wasn't good. And then he, his vocal cords got going a little bit, and he got into it, and it got better as the night went on. Like it would no, it was a good, it was a fun show, and it was forty bucks to sit down here and watch. Because I think that, that, that was my first concert back in nineteen eighty three. The uh, the uh, Lick It Up World Tour at the sport. That was unmasked, so you didn't see him in makeup then the first yeah, time. Yeah, so that was my very first uh, my very first concert was Aaron Platz and, and Lee Hildebrand back in 1983 when my mom just dropped me off because my aunt, Auntie Awesome was inside, so yeah, you'll be fine. So yeah, it's funny, <laughs> it, for 40-some years later, you, you're, you're sitting down and watch those guys. So it was one of those I think, things. I think Helix opened up for them. Give me an R. <laughs> what a oh, bunch of losers see anyways uh dave who is better uh cnn broadcast guy anderson cooper who i quite like or hockey hall of famer former edmonton oiler glenn anderson anderson cooper i'll tell you why because anderson glenn anderson i love that guy is an oiler. I really fucking loved him. He played a million miles an hour. That goal he scored in 1984, I think it was, against the Islanders, like right in the middle of the slot. Wow. Oh, hair on fire, fearless, a little bit dirty. Uh, Team Canada, right? Yeah. But, you know, he, but he was the sixth best player on that team. That's how good those teams were. That's how good that's like, like honestly, like so Gretzky, Curry, Coffee, Messier, Fuhr, Anderson. He was the sixth best player yeah. on that team. And and I and I love him. And, and all Hall of Famers. All Hall of Famers. And then you throw Kevin Slowen, who got the 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 He's, pay for Kevin Lowe's on Hall of Famer, but anyways. But anyways, uh Anderson Cooper. Kind of made his way on his own as a reporter, as a personality. And, you know, and I think he takes a balanced and, and clear look at things. He, um, God damn. Do I want to take that back? No, I'm taking that back. Give me Glenn Anderson for my youth. And, like, I, I love the way that guy played fucking hockey. Fuck, Fuck the way he the way played hockey. Player. Like, he's an unbelievable player. He's from Ontario. And that was way Fast and fearless. Yeah. And he, he'd score goals. He wasn't flashy. He would just score goals. And the, that, like I said earlier on, that that uh, slap shot from uh, center ice, not not center ice, but from the middle, middle of the slot, he just spun around and shot and went through Billy Smith's legs. For the Oilers to win that first Stanley Cup in 1983 or 83, sorry. Uh, great mustache. Oh, and just uh, he wasn't great, but fuck, he was good. 
So you know what I mean? Like he was one of those guys who like, (laughs) I wish that was my career. Did he play on that? And and that's here to say, here's the thing, Dave, is that the thing I like about, because you just said he was the sixth best player on his team. Could you imagine how how I can just go through life? I'm the sixth best player. (laughs) I can just, I'm, I'm getting paid. I'm, I, I won Stanley Cups. I'm in the Hall of Fame. And all these guys got to talk all the time. I don't. Yeah, I they'll just, get to I, me I if go I through score life. the game-winning goal or they something. They might like talk that, yeah. to me, whatever. If they want to talk, I'll talk. If they don't, then I don't. I know Anderson was great. He's a great player. Did I say coffee? Did I put him on that list, too? No, he you forgot coffee. So he's the seventh, he, he's seventh best player on that team. There's seven <laughs> Hall of Famers on those teams. Well, then eight if you want to count slow. Well, we don't ever count him for anything. Jesus, <laughs> fuck me. No, <laughs> Glenn Anderson. Dave, uh, who is better? Recently, uh, inducted the, the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame last night, Jim, Jim Leland. Leland didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't fucking uh, like a cigarette he didn't see. Or... Tennis Hall of Famer. This is one we've done before. Not Leland with Connors, but Jimmy Connors. Jim Leland or Jim Le- Jimmy Connors? Jim Leland. That guy was fucking awesome. He brought the Pirates back to rele- relevancy with Andy Van Spike, Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonds. Um, uh, that was that was great baseball back in the day between uh, the Pirates and the Braves. Uh, got traded, got traded. He went to the Marlins, won a World Series with them. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah, fucking hiding in the back of the dugout, smoking his lung his darts. Garden. Fucking rights, Jim Leland, old school. Jimmy Connors was such an eagle maniac. I did. I I never liked him. I I I. I I'm a. I was a John McEnroe guy. Still am to this day. Jimmy Connors can fuck off. He was about uh, signing autographs and and uh, being a pretty boy and being a spokesman. Um, I I, ne- I never liked Jimmy Connors. Um, so Jim Leland wins this one by a landslide for me. There was an old uh, baseball manager around these parts, uh, Blair Kubasek, who was the uh, one of the, the, the actually the founder of the uh, PBA, one of those, he was the first manager of the, uh, the coach around here and Coob didn't mind smoking. And I, 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 I'm not going to say he came out in the field with a, with a dart in his yap, but he came out of the field with a dart in his yap a few times and wanted to question a few things. And he reminded me of uh, the old school uh, Jim Leland. There was, there's a great video that's out there that Leland went out to uh, argue a call with an umpire and then uh, it was the seventh inning when they were they were doing the uh, uh, God bless America when that came out after after, after the 9-11 thing the uh, <laughs> he was giving umpire shit and, and God bless America came on he was still the only umpire and he put his hat on his chest like okay shut up and he kept giving the umpire shit Leland was the <laughs> Leland's great he was old so- school and Old like, school, yeah, like just like just just said, don't fuck with me, like you know. And he, you know, probably the worst words he could say to a player is like, "You really disappointed me today," like kind of that dad manager, right? Yeah. He's the uh, he's the I think he's second in um, managers for guys who for wins who never played in the big leagues. 
because he made it to double A in, in in Detroit system. Like he he never played. He, like most managers play in the big leagues, and Leland never did. He made a double A, and somebody saw something through him. Leland's great. I love I love Jim Leland. And like my favorite manager before him was Sparky Anderson. Oh, Sparky was fucking. Sparky that was, guy fucking cracked me up too. Right? Sparky he, was fire. And same with Lou Pinella. Like they were just mad all the time. <laughs> yeah. Just mad. Just I'm fucking, incredible baseball, and we'll never get that again, Dave. Because now, now, now it's robots. Replay and everything else. You'll you'll never get that guys be, being like that again. You'll you, you, you'll never see it, Dave. Uh, who is better, uh, Rob Reiner or Hockey Hall of Famer Rob Blake? Well, Meathead is I. <laughs> I remember <laughs> fucking watching Archie, Archie Bunker else. back in the day with Meathead. And then Rob Reiner turned. He gave us Harry Met Sally. He gave us a lot of movies um, as, a, as, a, as a director. I couldn't tell you his total catalog. Rob Blake. He was with the Avalanche and the Kings. The Kings forever, yeah. Yeah. Um, two, he was on that 2002 team. Yeah, the Canadian team. Like, yeah, the first one. Rob Blake played on Team Canada, but never another team in the NHL I really cared about. Really good guy, but not... He wasn't Niedermeyer good. I don't know. Couple Is anybody? No. Okay. Stop. Yeah. Pause. If Rob Niedermeyer, or Scott Scott, so not Rob, is Scott Sorry, Niedermeyer? Scott Niedermeyer. Is Scott Niedermeyer the? Is he in the top five of hockey players ever? Hockey players or demon? Hockey players. I can't say that because you got to put Bobby Orr there. You know, and I, I don't want to do Niedermeyer is just as good as Orr. I think so. What like what like what about Rob? Uh, what about Nicholas Lindstrom? That guy was so fucking good too. God damn, Lindstrom was good. Niedermeyer was good and Niedermeyer's better than Lindstrom. Yeah, sure. Canadian. I'll give you that. I uh, was Gordy Howe overrated. Uh, yeah, I might lose my Canadian car, but yeah, a little bit. Right, they you know, who is better played for a long Gordie time, Gordy Howard and Maurice Richard. Right, they played at the exact same time against each other. One has a shit ton of rings, one has a shit ton of scoring records, but that's because yeah. he played for fucking ever. I don't know, that's a spicy meatball. We should probably sit down for a bit. Top five D men of all time for sure, but I can't, I cannot put him above. Gretzky, I cannot put him above Lemieux. I cannot put him above Bobby Orr. I cannot, I don't know if I can put him above fucking Sid Crosby. I don't Bob know. Crosby's uh, putting the career to the, oh, wow. Holy fuck. I don't know if I can put him in front of Joe Sackick. I love Joe Sackick. Oh, neither my parents Sackick. Yeah? In my opinion. Okay. Yeah, you know, and like and like I said, that's going to take a little bit more food for thought. Well, we like we're going to come up to some dog days here. Maybe we'll have a Christmas special coming up soon. Fourteen twenty podcast. We'll figure something out. But yeah, uh, last one. Uh, we'll call her good for the night. 
Who is better, Bob Barker or million bucks a year every year on on July the first, Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> Who is better? I tip my hat to Bobby Bonilla. He was like his name came up. That's kind of funny. Um, uh, how I talked about him with, with his days with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And the Mets paid him forever to just go away. Still paying him. But Bob Barker, come on. That guy is a fucking icon. I remember from, I don't know when, I can start remembering things like grade one. Summer vacation, have lunch, watch prices Right. Watching, like having your fucking grilled cheese sandwich. And then once prices Right was done, you bring your dishes to the sink and mom kicks your ass out and rides your bike with your friends. That was forever. Every summer, sick days, prices Right. You know, like it was, it's, it was comforting. Like I, I watched a lot of prices Right back in the day. I, I don't know if I've watched one episode with Drew Carey, and he's been doing it for 20 years because I'm not home in the middle of the afternoon. He, he and if I am, that. I'm definitely not watching fucking Prices Right. Bob Barker by a by a landslide. But Nia was a but Nia is a borderline Hall of Famer. Borderline Hall of Famer flamed out with the Mets, right? He a was million really bucks good. a year for fucking 20 years of not play. We got you the know, wrong it, agent. And we got the wrong agent, but you know, also too, that's you know, that's not bad for the the franchise. Like, because you know, when they made that deal, it was like, holy fuck, you're squandering, you're squandering, and now a million bucks now, like for the mess. Oh fuck, sorry. Oh shit, I forgot the check. Let me run out to the car. Like or and then come out with like 500 honeys that Cohen is so rich. Like he, honestly, he, he loses, he, he forgets where he puts a million dollars a year. Would you, uh, look at the, uh, what was your favorite, uh, game on the, uh, the prices, right? You remember the, 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 the Oh yeah. Going, going oh yeah. The, thing, the, 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 yeah, putting, the putting game. And I, and I, I, I never understood why wheel. people couldn't spin the big wheel around at least once and adjust it. Yeah, like the or the weak people that couldn't get it of one rotation. I mean, I guess you're you're, you're eighty, whatever. But like, fuck. yeah. Um, you know, the putting game was nice. I liked it. Like, uh, fuck, I I forget what it was. Like, you, you have to buy some. How many of these to make a price between five dollars and ten dollars? Okay, I want three. I want I want ten packages of certs, and they retail for thirty five cents and oh, three retail prices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what else? The one where you punched the the paper. What was funny is like when we were like, like you're, I mean you were close to the same age. It's like we're we're talking about retail price in Canada compared to America. Like what the fuck? Like, well, that was did... eight years old. I don't know what anything cost. I just well, put it in the, thing what, the thing was, what was funny is that like retail price. You're like, why the fuck am I paying a dollar for a can of Coke when it's forty three cents in the states? Like, what the fuck's going on here? I'm getting ripped off. No, it's yeah. just funny. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no, no doubt about that. And he beat up Happy Gilmore. Game show host Hall of Famer. Like, it's it's uh, Wink Martindale. That was the fucker on Newlywed Game, I think. Bob Barker and Alex. Well, Alex Trebek's the king, I think. 
Yeah. And who's the guy with the fucking eight mile long microphone for the match game? <laughs> From the match game. Oh, I remember <laughs> I remember listening to I forget what podcast, but some guy was talking about he was a showrunner or whatever on the match game back in the day. And the, and the interviewer like, how much coke were they doing on that show? That was All his first it. fucking <laughs> Until it was gone, man. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Different time. Yeah. All you were of tipping it. it off the dump truck in front of your house. <laughs> anyway, Dave, it's uh, she's Christmas time here at uh, 1420 World Headquarters. We're doing a, a bit of a move where we got stuff going on here. Uh, your your house looked very festive. I'm, I'm quite proud of you from what I saw there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed our efforts. Um, the front is the same. We, we have a couple little tweaks this year, but we don't add to it because you know, we're not those people. We acknowledge and, and we're festive in a tasteful fashion. How does that sound? What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, you know what? I put on Christmas tunes when we were putting the tree up. And the first song that came up, I don't know if it's my favorite, but Wham! Last Christmas, I like oh, that tune. That's a good song. Yeah. That's a really it's not my favorite and an RIP to the, the dude from the Pogues uh that uh you bastard you think like uh, with the goofy yeah. fucking teeth yeah he died the other day 53 54 April one guy died as well oh my wife told me that too yeah I like April so, one April one had some good tunes too one of the uh, one of my favorite shows, not a concert, because we we were one of the very first shows you uh, were on with me when I said one of my favorite concerts was, and you made you you made me say it wasn't a concert because it was a thirty eight special special <laughs> when April Wine opened. So it was a concert. It wasn't an event, but it was a thing. So April Wine, those Canadian icons, April Wine looked fantastic. But yeah, anything else, Dave? I think we're wrapped up. I think we got her all covered for today. Anyways, are you? Um, are the Broncos making the playoffs? Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, that's not an answer. I know, but I don't like jinxing. I'm. I'm a huge believer of. of <laughs> because the we jinx. we tend to fuck teams <laughs> over. As soon, as, soon as, as, soon yeah. as, as soon as we give someone yacht good, it's like they're fucked. They're they lose six in a row. This, this is what I'll say. If the Broncos don't make the playoffs, it's their fault because the schedule is quite advantageous. I'll tell you what. I don't know if it's next week. In the next two or three weeks, they're going to Detroit. If they beat Detroit that day, they're making the playoffs. How's that? Detroit wins that game. Detroit's not good. <laughs> Detroit. Broncos. Well, like, well, we're going to work. We're going to find out. I, I, I'm I really hopeful that they make the playoffs. And then, you know, once you get to the playoffs, chip in the chair, the AFC has proven itself to be really good. Um, it, I would, You know what? I would like the Broncos to make the playoffs and, and either go to Pittsburgh or go to Jacksonville or go to, go to um, Miami. They ain't going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> their defense can't win games every fucking week this isn't the baltimore ravens 
They ain't going no. to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's bad. They, That's yeah. a bad football team. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jimmy. And then also, too, bad, bad fucking week for the, the 1420 Friends podcast friends. Garrett, you guys just lost. Jim lost. Aaron lost. I lost. So uh, we can commiserate. Fuck me. We don't have Jacksonville Jaguars on the schedule on the fuck those teams yet, but by uh, fucking football pool, fuck, fucking fuck. We can save it, but uh, you know that. Uh, imagine Garrett's just gotten a little fucking tighter too because he uh, Jacksonville ain't doing fuck all without Trevor Lawrence. We'll find out tomorrow. See the injury report. Fuck him, fuck them all, fuck them too. Anyways, the 14 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care. I'll be sure more important. Take care of yourself. See you around. You're sick, man. So safe. And don't give up 34 points to a backup quarterback or to a high pitch. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Have a good night, everybody. Talk to you. Fuck. 34-31 to a backup quarterback.